welcome to the Quarantinis podcast, episode three. We are so excited to introduce our next guest. I know last week we touched a little bit on fitness with Lissa Smith at Soul Cycle, and this week we are tapping into Joe's favorite fitness crush, which is Barry's. I, I could not be more thrilled to introduce one of my favorite trainers of all time. You know her, you love her. She's a wife, mother, senior Barry's instructor, queen of hip hop beats, fitness expert in Chicago, and self proclaimed recovering perfectionist, Holly Kesky Kester. Yay! You did it! <laughs> I've been trying. I've tried to be really mindful of your last name. You know I struggle with it. Um, so tell us, who are you quarantining with? How are you quarantining? Where are you quarantining? I am quarantining at my home in Chicago with my husband, Daniel Kester, and Joe. Just so you know, it's a running joke between his brothers and his family that everybody pronounces it wrong, um, so it's fine. But you did nail it on the head. Um, my kid, Arthur, is also with us, obviously, my two-and-a-half-year-old. <laughs> and um, we also have like created a quarantine pod with my younger sister who lives in Chicago as well. Um, she lives alone. And so she comes over uh, connection, communication, but we also have this agreement that we don't see anybody else. And so that's how we're getting through. I I think that's so smart. I, that's the first I've heard of like a little quarantine pot. And now I really wish that we had done that before because it's just, it's such a smart idea and a way to like connect with family members. Since we're now in a quarantine and you are a senior instructor at Barry's, um, I love taking your classes. How are you staying motivated to work out at home? And also, how are you getting in the zone for teaching when you're not in the red room? Um, Getting in the zone and staying motivated. It's hard even for the most motivated, right? I feel like everybody came out of the gates like two weeks strong and now everybody is figuring out that it wasn't just a two-week thing. We're now on week, I don't know, 17, and it might be double that. So for me personally, I um, prep my class the night before. I make sure that my program is strong. I um, get my playlist set up with it. Um, And then I also, for my own mental state, I write my entire program out on a giant post-it note. And so it's behind my computer screen. That way I'm not confused. I don't have anything to reference when we're in the, when we're in the red room, we reference our computers here. Our computer is our class. So, um, I do all that the night before I wake up at the crack of fucking dawn. I put on a full face of makeup. I do my hair. It's my thing. I did it for the regular red room. So I do it for the red zoom room. Um, I drink my coffee. I'm the only one awake. My kids asleep. My dog's asleep. My husband's asleep. That's kind of how I get in my zone. Um, so I'm ready to teach and it's just, it's different, you know, teaching from the red room to this room because we don't have human interaction, human feedback. I can't be in front of somebody and lock eyes with them and smile when I can tell they're struggling and kind of break tension. I can't, you know, tell if someone's truly struggling or not because the camera doesn't give you everything. And so um, my goal when I teach now is to make sure I make it the most impactful 35 minutes possible. 
And that comes down to my music. I love a good hip hop beat. I love a good throwback. I love a good remix, trap remix of something from 1995 that's going to make people want to move while they're bicep curling. Um, I make sure that I have my face in that camera and I watch people. And um, the hope is to try and recreate the real Red Room as best as possible. Being a mom in fitness and having little Arthur, how about for the current moms right now that are trying to take that hour or 30-minute break to go do a class or do something, what is your advice for staying sane with children but also meeting your fitness goals during this time? Um, that's like a loaded question that should have a, <laughs> cocktail, <laughs> a cocktail in hand. Um, I... Being a mom during this is like any parent, I should say, is insane. You are never alone, especially in a city where you're in a small apartment. You don't have two floors to escape. You know, most of us don't. So um, when I'm teaching or when I'm wanting to work out by myself, I have to ask my husband to help me. And I encourage the moms out there, if you have a partner with you, a husband, um, a friend you're quarantining with or um, any kind of support system to ask for help. Generally, women don't. And also the maternal factor of, well, it's me. I'm the, I'm the creator and I would rather provide instead of take care of myself is so prominent. Um, speaking for myself, but I know it's just something that's in us. It's almost like, um, like a animalistic nature, but when it comes to me, having time to myself to move makes me a better makes me a better mom because that's what keeps me feeling good in my head and in my body. And so my husband knows because we talk about it that it's necessary. And on the flip side, when my partner needs that, I then have to give that support and we kind of have that understanding. Right now I'm working, he's not. And so he's kind of taken more of that load and it's create your partnership pull out the Play-Doh, pull out the finger paints, <laughs> put in your headphones and like, just know it might not be perfect, but Hey, you did something, you know? Yeah. I think it's never wrong to ask for help or it's okay. If you have to put an iPad in front of a kid for a second, like you're going to be okay. For sure. My kid has watched so much TV and like, I've washed my hands of that guilt. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's talk. I know you're certified in pre and postnatal um, fitness and for the women that are either pregnant right now or just had a baby or on the verge of having a baby or anything, what are some recommendations for them for fitness? Um, well, I always suggest to seek out a professional who is, um, has a specialization in pre and postnatal fitness, but also in, um, corrective, um, corrective specializations in exercise. So for pregnant women, it would be like a postpartum corrective exercise specialist, someone who knows how to um, understand the changes in the body and how to adapt throughout your pregnancy from trimester all to trimester, as well as from body to body, um, but also the rehabbing after the fact, because a lot goes on when you not only create a baby, but push a baby or have surgery to bring that baby into the world. So um, first and foremost, reach out, do the research, send me a DM if you want help finding someone in your city. Um, I got a lot of really smart friends here whose life work is this 
period. Um, but I would, so in, in addition to that, finding basic modifications, taking out abdominal work, taking it slower, um, lightening your load if you're lifting weights, things like that. Um, there's a lot of basic things we can suggest, things like that. Um, but it is individual. Generally, for example, um, 13, 14-ish weeks in your pregnancy, most women shouldn't even be doing planks. So that includes push-ups, planks, any abdominal work. And um, just because you can doesn't mean you should. But also there are some women who can handle it past that point. And so that's where it gets a little more individualized. If you are reach, if you're going to take a class, reach out to that trainer or reach out to that facility. And if they can't give you an answer, and if they can't give you support in the answers you're looking for, find somewhere else to go. That's my best suggestion. They that's not the place for you right now. Agreed. Great advice. But keep moving. Just keep moving. It's going to benefit you. Do some squats. I. <laughs> Squat that baby think, right out. I worked out until the the morning of when my water broke. So I, I, I think out. that was like I vividly remember our first meeting and like my first vision of you was really early on in my Barry's experience. And you were very pregnant. You were on the treadmill and you were definitely running faster than me uphill. And I I was embarrassed for myself. <laughs> well, um, release that embarrassment because that won't serve you anymore. There's my motivational moment. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, I um, have moved my whole life. I was a dancer and an athlete and I run races and have done Olympic length triathlons. And obviously I work in the fitness industry. And um, funny story, when um, Barry's and I were in conversation, I wasn't pregnant. And then when the studio opened and they followed up with the second round of instructor trainings, I was very knocked up. <laughs> so when they contacted me, um, instructor training, it was like, absolutely can't wait. I'll be there. But FYI, I'm about 30 pounds heavier and I don't have abs. Um, so see you then. Um, but also on the flip side of it, I am the first female ever to be hired by Barry's Pregnant. And they have since had many moms come to fruition and birth beautiful babies, but I was kind of the first one. So hell yeah, shattered that glass ceiling. Um, but yeah, that was me, Joe. <laughs> love that. Waddling up that treadmill. And in the final weeks, I could tell I should have known now that I look back, but I went from feeling like the baby was going to fall out, Arthur was going to like fall out of my vagina to feeling like I could sprint a marathon. So as the baby drops, things get easier. And I was doing like squat jumps, tuck jumps. I was sprinting at, I think it was like a 10-5. Nobody do that. Oh my that God. is not what you should do. Um, I don't recommend it. It didn't benefit me in any way. But I felt like a million bucks that day. And lo and behold, at 10 p.m. that night, my water broke. So Our bodies are something it. else. That's crazy. Right? You were, you're always amazing in the red room. And I I forever hold that memory near and dear to my heart. And it's like what – it's what keeps me going on that treadmill. <laughs> um, so when you were talking about when you were actually first starting at Barry's, you were like, okay, like I'm pregnant. Like I, I don't have abs right now. It really resonated with me in talking about 
progress, not perfection when it comes to our bodies as women. I feel like not only with pregnancy and postnatal, there's so much pressure to have like this quote, perfect body. And I think the way you talk about your body and the way you talk about our physical nature in class is just, it always really resonates with me to remind myself that it's not about comparison. And I would just love to hear your thoughts on that, how you like to think about it, um, and what maybe you would tell your anyone listening um, to kind of how to combat that. Yeah. Well, specifically, um, talking about women in general, it took me to having a baby to realize um, the beginning of my pregnancy was really hard. Like the changes in my body were beyond my control for the first time in my life, right? Generally, you can control in good ways and bad what you look like, what you feel like, right? Um, This time, not. So that was a really huge learning um, curve for me and probably like a healing one that I went through. Um, They call it like antenatal or peri perinatal, um, depression. And it was specific. Mine was specifically around the changing of my body. And, um, that was a hard thing to kind of work through. I did. And then I ended up really enjoying my pregnancy and I had a scary, like high risk pregnancy. That's like another story, like over cocktails or something. If you want to know, I don't want to scare anybody, but in my perspective, knowledge is power. But after the fact, it was the realization of like, this takes fucking time to change back and the physical aspect of it. And like, don't get me wrong. There were days I like looked in the mirror with my like swollen boobs with like a giant diaper on my own body, like crying. Cause you're like, Oh my God, like what has happened to me? Your hormones like crash. They go from like the top floor to the bottom, but it's, that realization of like, this is going to take time. Bouncing back is a non-existent thing. And for the women that do, you know, change their bodies back and your body never goes back the same way. Like scientifically, you are a different person. Like physically, you are a different human being. You have different things in yourself. Um, But your body's never going to look the same. And I, I learned through that process of being a little more forgiving and it's also, it was also a really good time to kind of retrain some bad habits physically and mentally. Um, and so through that, if I've always been very generous and kind of other people's bodies and people's bodies are super interesting to me because there's a story behind it. Everybody looks away because of things that have occurred in their life or are occurring. Um, but it really gave me an even wider perspective on the female body and, um, one, what it's capable of and two, how horrible we are to it in our society and to ourselves. And, um, there's just no way to compare it because there is no comparison. Right. I think this is, this translates again, um, into this quarantine situation so much because, um, whether you're pregnant or not, or this or that, like motivation so different right now, especially for me than it's ever been. Like, I don't have my soul cycle bike. I am not going to my classes. I'm not live. I'm not with this pack of people. Like I don't have it. And I have my fridge and I have this, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror 500 more times than I thought I did and, or normally do. And you're just so much more critical almost at this time. I mean, what would you say for the people that are 
either not motivated or just stuck in the gutter in their mind during this, you know, month that we've been literally confined to just give yourself a damn break for a second um, until we can get out of this and the sun will shine in Chicago. And like, we're preparing for swimsuit season, you know, all these things. We don't have our spray tans. We don't have our classes. Like, what do you have to get the mind out of the gutter for these women? Um, I mean, so many things. It's, it's challenging, right? Even us as instructors find it challenging because we're, we feed off of energy. Your soul cycle, your favorite soul cycle instructor probably goes in with a plan, but those plans don't ever follow through completely because you don't know what people are bringing into that room. Same at Barry's, right? We feed off of what's going on in the moment, in that space. We say what we think is needed in the moment, not because it's rehearsed in our head. Um, And when you don't have that, and like, I know that's what keeps me going to work. That's what I love. And that's the thing that's been hard to figure out and navigate during this time when teaching classes online. So my suggestion would be is to One, if you're not feeling motivated, if you're having a shitty day, a shitty week, a shitty month, and you need to sit on the couch and maybe you do put on a couple extra pounds or you're feeling a little blue is to be like, Hey, that's okay. Now is not the time for drastic prosperity and drastic movement. Maybe it's not for you for some other people. Cool. But like, just like every other day, that Instagram comparison, like real IRL, like, you know, like it's the same now as it was then. We're just a little bit more keen to it because we don't have another option, right? We don't have the distraction. And so on the flip side of that, if you are working out, but you're struggling for that like extra push you live for in those rooms that you, those dark rooms, in my case, the dark red room that we go to, I want to just remind you like whether the trainer is in the room or not, you're the person executing that change. Right. So Ooh, you are anybody else in- just get goosebumps. Yes. Oh, I'm feeling it. I'm ready. I'm gonna go run. I'm in it. Keep <laughs> you going, Holly. Are, <laughs> you are in control all the time, whether you're in a room of 58 people and a trainer or not. And so when you start to question your capability and your power is where where the transformation stops. It halts, right? So I didn't make you do that extra push-up, Joe. I didn't make you climb that incline. You made you do it. So you have to start to believe in your intention and your purpose that's inside of you. You don't have to find it. You don't need someone else to give it to you. You just have to light that shit on fucking fire. So find your inner strength, whether that's by meditating beforehand, maybe sending a text to your trainer, send a DM to that person, motivate your friends. If you're, if you know your girlfriend's having a hard day, send her an email, send her a text, FaceTime her, show up and, you know, on the sidewalk and give her a wave. Um, but like, I think we all have to give ourselves some more credit because you and you alone are the only person in charge of your destiny and your results and your journey. And if you think that somebody else is doing that for you, you are so wrong. So give yourself a damn break, like you said, and believe in yourself a little bit. Right? Great advice. I I, I think that's awesome. And I think by keeping that mentality, it's a way to be able to not only come out quarantine, maybe not physically stronger, but mentally stronger, which I know is something that you always, you always keep mental strength and physical strength side by side, which I absolutely love. 
Um, and with that, we're going to take a short, short interlude here. Um, and we're going to talk about our sponsor. Um, for those of you listening, you know that because we don't have sponsors, we love to use this as a platform to talk about community causes or organizations that we really want to highlight during COVID that may be affected. Um, we always let it be dealer's choice. Holly chose iGro. Um, their mission of iGro in Chicago is to grow the Inglewood from surviving to thriving. Um, through community connections, skill building, and opportunity. Um, and I would love for Holly to chime in on that, why you're so passionate about it. Um, you shared it with me. Now I'm so passionate about it. Um, it was a part of the beneficiaries of the Laporte sale. Um, take it away, Holly. Yeah. So I was introduced to iGrow and it was just just being kind of like built and developed um, just by word of mouth by clients at an old job. And I thought like, what a cool idea. I haven't heard of it. So iGrow um, was introduced to me then. And then when I became a Lululemon ambassador, I met Quentin, who's one of their um, founders, who's also a Lululemon ambassador there. And so learning through his mission and what his purpose is, I really just became like, like gutturally fired up about what they're up to. And, and um, they take care of each other. There's no judgment. They love each other. They look out for each other. And during this time, they um, also the least likely to have access to necessary essential needs and resources. Right. And so absolutely, it's always important their that neighborhood, their community and what they're fighting for without fail is important. But right now specifically, like their lives are on the line. It's what matters most. And I think that's why it's important to me. And that's why I love this organization. I've taught um, charity classes for them at Barry's and on my own here. And I know right now, I think it runs through this weekend, but any donation made to iGrow is matched with $100. So if you donate $100, Joe, or if you donate $1, it will be matched by 100. So they'll get $101 and so on and so forth. And so it's like, if you can give anything, give, 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 and let's get these people some essential needs and maybe some extra love and care if they do need extra help, you know? Absolutely. And I think one of the things that I love about their organization that sums them up so well is on their site, they quote Cornell West and it says, justice is what love looks like in the public. And you can find them at igrochicago.org and on Instagram at igrochicago. And a hundred dollars for every dollar. That's incredible. That's yeah, isn't so, it? Or not for every dollar, but per for, per donation. Yeah. That's really per really donation. Cool. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm gonna do it. Um, Holly, let's talk uh, entrepreneurship for a second. So you just recently launched your website. Is it's hollykeski.com? Yes. And tell us about your entrepreneurship journey, sort of what led to this recent launch and how you're sort of coinciding this with your passion for fitness and, and um, both mentally and physically. Yeah. So entrepreneur is a strong word. I don't know if you, I would give myself that yes, title. I yes, would. Absolutely. I absolutely would. Um, it's, so it's just so funny how it lined up with this pandemic. And in some ways it's been really amazing because it's provided opportunity to reach more people, but it's also because I've had to figure out work on other forms, kind of put that website on the back burner. It's not the most important thing um, to me right now. My website was built um, with the purpose of being a side hustle one, 
which um, is just going to take a seat um, next to my current job because it's really where my um, fitness and my at Barry's Barry's has launched a Barry's at home, which is amazing. It's an online platform. And that's like my main focus when it comes to teaching fitness. But the website was based around um, strength of the mind and strength of the body, kind of like we were talking about. That's really where I coach from. And I wanted to build a website around it how I cue, how I teach, great little workouts you can take with you anywhere, but also opening conversations, tough or fun, with people who are professionals in the mental and mental health and wellness field. And I think there's a lot of people out there, some qualified, but some not, that like to give their two cents about nutrition, mental wellness, um, overall well-being, female health, things like that. And I think, you know, like, it's great to have a multifaceted um, strength, but there's no way you are the um, expert in all of it. And so it's like, I want to bring to the table a topic and then pull from the people I know in this community who are doctors, certified nutritionists, um, designers, artists, things like that, to kind of open up conversations about what they've studied, what they've experienced, their advice. And they might be, if I interview three people on a topic, they might all have a different opinion, but that's what I love about it is um, not only are you going to get information from the experts, you'll get information from people who just lived experiences. And then you'll also be able to see perspective, which in my opinion you're going to have way more empathy and way more understanding of the world if you allow yourself to hear other people's opinions, other people's journeys, and learn to accept it and then end the judgment there. Um, so I wanted to start a conversation about these topics in a space that is safe and in a space where there's no judgment. And so that's why I call it's called... Um, that blog aspect of the website is called Space Hold. So I'm creating a space for conversations to be held, and then I'm going to hold the space so people can feel safe to share in it. You're so relatable. I love that. And, and I was sort of reading your about section, and you say, it's a hodgepodge of stuff to lay out on, social, on, on a social space, but that's who I am, a giant fucking melting pot of experience, expertise, failures, and successes. I mean, it couldn't be more... You, you, it's just magnetic to hear that because we mm-hmm. need to see successes. We need to see failures. We need to relate to opinions and we're also like not relate to opinions. Cause then you form your own because of that, you know, right. I just, I think it's so great. And I, um, I commend you for, um, it's just really exciting. It's Thank so cool. you. <laughs> well, I think I love, one of the things I love most about you, Holly is like, it's like knowing what you don't know and being okay with that. And, or, and like pull, as you said, like pulling from those experts or researching it yourself and becoming more educated. I think that's like one of the most powerful things that you can do. Um, not just like to have, not just like from a control standpoint, but from perspective, relatability to be able to have, to hold the space, to have these conversations. Right. And I think too, a lot of people, although we are connected via social platforms all the time. We are so alone right now. And like, I know that like, if I, for example, um, it could be like 
postpartum depression, right? Like you want to hide it because then you feel guilty. Like you're a bad mom, but little do you know that there are so many other fucking people out there that feel the same way that will look at you and put your hand on their hand on your shoulder and be like, Oh girl, absolutely. I hate my kid today. You know? And you're like, Oh, thank God, you know, or like sex with your spouse. It's not like what you see in the movies and like, it's not, you know, like let's have a conversation about it. Like let's get nitty gritty and like realize we're a lot more alike if we just are honest with each other, different, but the same, you know? And so that's kind of where that all came it's, from. It's the, it's the online offline versions. Like it's the, it's the unfiltered, the uninstagrammable thing, you know, right. that we, that we want to talk about. Jen and I have talked about in the, in the first episode, things that we're kind of either discovering or rediscovering and or finding that we didn't know that we enjoyed and things that we're trying to like really lean into. Um, an example of that being this podcast. It came out yeah. of an idea and Jen and I were like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if, um, and now we decided, you know what, this is a great time to lean into things and really find joy in unexpected places. And we're wondering like, what are you leaning into right now? What is that like for you? Um, what's what's really bringing you joy right now? Um, it's so funny. I don't know. I feel like I'm like just a chicken with my head cut off. Like I don't know if I feel like I've like sat down and like indulged, and maybe it's because I have the kid. But um, things I'm like learning and loving is I decided to redecorate my bedroom. And I've like realized I've always liked home decor, but I've realized like that's bringing me so much joy, like picking a paint color and so satisfying. a new rug. And I like found a rug with like a huge sale on it and everything. And like that brought me, like it's still bringing me joy. My husband's taping the, um, the, the room up right now so we can paint it when we're done with this podcast. But like that's been bringing me joy. Um, so I've been kind of like leaning into that. I've always wanted to do that since we moved in. And um, eating brings me so much joy. <laughs> right. What are well, you eating? So, yeah, you're. I mean, you're blessed. Your husband is a pastry chef, yeah. and it all looks so good. Um, we just are eating whatever we want to. Like whatever makes us feel good. I have to tell you, like there's no such thing as diet in this house right now. And even like balance, um, hashtag balance doesn't even exist right now in this house. Like (laughs) Doritos, I couldn't tell you the last time I had a Dorito and we've like had many bags of them or like diet soda, ew. But I'm like obsessed with it right now and it's bringing me joy. And so I'm just going to lean into that and um, enjoy that. But like that and being outside. Sometimes you just want to get home and lay on your couch, but like even though it's crappy outside here in Chicago, like any form of outdoor activity is like so good. Absolutely. And I think that that's that's the point. It's like we're all leaning in on something and we should not feel like we need to filter that. Like let's be real, if it's Doritos and sunshine, then that's it. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. And I think that's going to this is our perfect segue into our favorite personal um <laughs> topic shit we love. Yes. Um so let's let's be blunt here and this can be anything and this also can be pastries and sunshine or Doritos and sunshine but what are you loving right now? Give us a scoop. Um what I am loving right now is when my kid goes to bed. 
Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. I love him so much, but he's a fucking monster right now. He is having what I like to call late onset terrible twos. And um, (laughs) he is incredibly verbal and like totally comprehends things. I think he's, I think he's advanced, you know, because I'm his mother, but um, honestly, I can't wait till the kid goes to bed. So I'm really loving that right now. Um, I am loving, well, I'm not loving that, but I'm like loving at home, like face masks because like the Botox is gone. The manicures are gone. The gray hair is here. My eyebrows are crazy. So I'm like loving anything I can just like put on my face. I don't even know if it's recommended for my face, but like give me an eye patch and I'm good. Um, (laughs) What's your, what's your favorite go-to mask right now? Well, I love um, the Ordinary brand um, has oh, yeah. a um, peel that I really love. I don't do it often, but I like the um, Skin, S-K-Y-N brand for under eye. They feel like stickers. Like they don't like slide down your face, like all gooey and goopy. That's my favorite brand of that. Um, I'm loving berries at home working out. I take like seven classes a day just because wow. like – I don't need to. And like, we have to like do them as we teach them. And so we're learning very quickly, like, oh my God, sorry, not sorry, but like, holy fuck, our programs are hard. Sorry guys. Um, (laughs) So I'm just loving being able to take from people across the country that I like idolize and I think are so cool on social media, but like now I can actually be in their room, which is cool. Um, Love that. And um, I don't know if this is like inappropriate, but I like and I live with my husband, but like I'm loving my vibrator right now. I don't know if that's inappropriate. Not inappropriate. Never inappropriate. Yes. yes. God bless. God bless. You know, with or without the husband, with is even hey. more fun. But hey, those right? are the things I'm loving. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Also, there's the most discreet shipping for just about any like sex toy website. And so really, this is the time to do it. No one's going to know. Load up. Are oh my god, like, shopping online. I'm loving that right now. So did bad. Did you get anything from the Sephora sale or the Nordstrom sale? Sephora, yes. I like stocked up on all my makeup. Yeah. I bought a lot of self-tanner. I, I <laughs> so because, because I have two new bikinis from Joe um that I put on yesterday and I was like, ah, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real color of my ass. Oh my god! Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I I bought that stuff. Home decor. You know, just a lot of um, Amazoning like random things that we don't need. That you know, I'm like, why not? Now's the time. Absolutely. I I have to plug these really quick, and I'm actually holding them because I was like, oh, I need to not forget to talk about them. Um, I have made three orders on the Sephora sale and have been working on my fourth. Um, but I got the Isle of Paradise self um, tanning drops. So good. They are so awesome. And all you do is put a couple. I got the dark color. I'm pretty olive complected, but I would say just give the dark in general. And um, you put a couple of drops of them into your moisturizer, and maybe a couple times a week, and it is. It's great. It's awesome. It's just making me feel a little more alive unless like you see my veins. Like translucent. Yeah, totally. Hack on that. Even if you do like a regular spray tan or you do like a full body self tan, you can use those drops in like places where it's starting to come off on your whole body. Brilliant. So like if you like have it come off in your armpit, like put it with some lotion in your pits and it will cover it up. 
All right. Well, I'm sold. All right. <laughs> Self tanner hack. Joe, what are you loving? Give us, give us something. Oh God, I'm a little boring right now. I have actually, and my book club would probably kill me because I am like the notorious non-reader of the book club. Like I just go for the wine and cheese and and the mini hot dogs. Right now we've been doing virtually, um, but I'm loving reading. Um, None of which are the book club selections. Uh, <laughs> although this month it was it was a trash read, which are always my favorites. It was like a, it was Jessica Simpson's new book. Yes. Which, but because we we're moving back into our house and we had all that going on. Um, but I've recently been getting into um, like a lot of like growth and marketing uh, articles and really just kind of like nerding out on on that kind of stuff and watching a lot of YouTube videos on how to cut audio for uh, for podcasts. <laughs> for podcasts. <laughs> You're doing great, Joe. I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, Well, Holly, it has been such a pleasure. We've talked about motivation, perfectionism, leaning into what feels good. We thank you so, 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 so much. Um, I truly miss you and the Red Room, um, but I can't wait to get back, be stronger than ever, and honestly, just, just, just to give you a hug again. I know. I just want to make out with you. I know. <laughs> I'm coming too. <laughs> yes, the more the merrier. Sign me gonna up. Come, Jen's going to come to class uh, when we are out of quarantine, and it's it's going to be something real. I can't and my short, short legs can run about a 5.5 is my max on the treadmill. They're Perfect. very little. But uh, I love to live right there, 5.5. You got to own 5.5, girl. <laughs> I feel like I always get the shout-outs. They're like, Add at least point one. Add just just like a little bit of something. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then you do it, and then your life changes. Oh, I feel feels so good. Holly, do you want to tell us where we can find you on social media and um, your new website? Yes, on Instagram you can find me at Holly Kesky underscore Kester. I know it's a mouthful. No, it's fine. Um, you can find me at hollykeski.com. You can also find me um, at Berries, and right now virtually it's Berries at Home. So if you um, jump onto the website to book a class, go to the region you're in, click at home, and I'm in the central region is where you can find me. Love it. Next time, we are talking to the woman who keeps us looking youthful literally all year round, whom Joan. Holly and I are missing so dearly. Dr. Nikki Christopoulos from Chicago Cosmetic Surgery and Dermatology. We're going to talk all things injectables, boob jobs, tummy yes. tucks, yes. to be skincare, blah, yes. blah, blah, and how much we miss her and what we can pay to get her to come to our house. No, I'm kidding. Um, but we'll be talking to Dr. Nikki next week and we will see you then. Thanks, Holly. We love you. Love you. Bye.